this is a brand new podcast. Uh, we're calling it the Bartender Journey, and it's for people who want to become bartenders or people that already are bartenders and want to, um, you know, improve, learn more, just or just uh, talk about it. So uh, I'm Vince. Dano, how are you? And uh, we're we've been bartending a long time. We've been working together about five years, and um, we're we're not big, we're not big in the mixology type, you know, making drinks out of you know be. Uh, wings and whatever crushed crushed uh flowers or whatever but if you're into that that's cool you know and we're always into learning something new so not that we're against that kind of thing but that's uh that's not where this is headed and uh we're not big flair bartenders although i I'll, I'll throw a bottle around a little bit but not not like crazy not like tom cruise but uh we're into making sure our guests have a good time and that's that's key for us Anything to add? Yeah, yes, sir. Well, I've been working with uh, Vince for about five years, but prior to that, I worked in nightclubs, bars, catering halls, and uh, I got started and went to bartending school, and I always used bartending as a second job, second income, and to me, bartending is the greatest second job you can have. It's a cheap way of being famous. It's it's great. People give you money, and they tip you, and they tell you you're great, and it's it's phenomenal. And like uh, Vince was saying, I'm, I'm really not a flair bartender. I, I made a living. What makes me make money is off my personality, comedy, timing, and just, you know, customer satisfaction. Your customer comes to the bar, you make him a drink, her a drink, and you're nice, and that's how you make money, and... We've been talking about kind of doing something like this. We're teaching people how to bartend because we're we're really good. Where people come up to us and ask, you know, how can I learn to bartend? And it's really simple. It's so we're gonna put this podcast out and you know, teach you the inner games of bartending, drinks to learn, approaches to take, and uh, you know, you create your own path. Yeah, absolutely. And I think uh, you know what's what's cool about bartending. I think it's it's almost like your own little business there. Not that you own the business, but it's up to you to make the money. You know, because you're there, you're working for tips. Let's face it. You know, you, maybe you get you know shift pay or you know minimum wage, but uh, you're there to make tips, and it's and it's up to you to generate those tips. So how are you going to do that? Being fun, friendly, making sure that people have a good time. You know, they're there to have fun. You should have fun too, and uh, make. You, you know, make them feel important. You, you you talk about that a lot. You know, when somebody gives you a good tip, you're like, yeah. make sure, you know, his friends see it. And, you know, well, what do you do? You, well, I mean, you let's, shake the guy's hand. Yeah, What's your name? Yeah, I mean, you, you've seen that. But just for the people out there listening, th- think about when you tip someone and they don't acknowledge you. And I, I you know, this is something that, I, that, that drives me crazy. I live in New York, but, you know, being in the tri-state area, I can't tell you how many times I go out and I tip someone, they don't even acknowledge it. Yeah, and that to me that is you're just hurting yourself because when I go out and you appreciate me tipping you, I'm going to tip you more, and you're hurting yourself. So, no matter, especially the economy that we live right now, I rely on bartending to to, to live. I have my main job, but bartending makes me live makes me able to live more comfortable. It gives me play money, and when someone comes up and tips me, whether it's a dollar. Or, or or ten or twenty, I thank them for it, and you get more money from that. I look them in the eye, like Miyagi, always looking eye. I look them in the eye and thank them because I mean it's uh, that's how you get more money. I appreciate yeah. well, you that. Think about what you know. What is somebody's motivation for tipping you, right? Yeah. You know, is it because they feel obligated? Well, maybe, 
or is it because they want to feel good about themselves? You know, they're not they're not doing it so much for your benefit. You know, you you think about what people's motivations are, and you could get you get far in life. You know, it's like uh, it's like Dale's Car- Dale Carnegie's book, the uh, How to Win Friends and Influence People. He sure. talks about that kind of stuff a lot. You know, yeah. what what's the other what is the other per- person thinking? You know, why are they doing what they're doing? They're tipping to be acknowledged and, and, you know, look good in front of their friends or look good in front of, you know, if maybe the bartender is a pretty girl wants to look, wants to look good in front of the, that bartender, you, if you're the pretty girl or you're the good looking guy from, you know, from, if it's a female, uh, you know, the other, the other way. So, uh, there's, there's always a motivation behind what people do. And, and you think about that. Right, right there. Stop to everyone that's listening. I want to piggyback off of what Vince just said. When someone tips, they want to be recognized. They're, they're acknowledging you, but when you recognize them, you validate. So you win as the bartender and they win. I, work, I learned that working in the clubs. Yeah. When guys came in, there would be like there was one guy that would always come with a different girl. Mm-hmm. And I would always make him like he was so important. Yeah, yeah. And he would, I would walk Good out of there. You again, $60 you know. just in tips from this guy. Yeah. Yeah, because you're and making him look good. I make in front him of look. I'm, I'm, get, I'm getting him laid. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. And he's giving me money, and right. that's what it is. You acknowledge people. You never do. If someone's tipping me, and they tip very aggressively, I'm gonna know what they're drinking. Yeah. They're gonna come to the bar. I'm serving them first. There's no. Absolutely. There's no line. There's no. Lo- people need to realize that. Yeah. When I'm behind the bar, whoever tips me the best is who's, who's gonna. I'm gonna acknowledge. Yeah. Because I. This is. I make. This is the whole point of bartending is to yeah. make money. Yeah. Well, this is uh, just to uh, expand on that this this podcast could be for people who just like to hang out in bars and want to know more about it you know sure, <laughs> but yeah. what's you know what's our motivation well yeah, yeah like we just said our motivation is tips you know no two ways about it that's why we're the best why we show up there so uh if you're at a crowded bar you're at a nightclub an open bar event especially at a you know wedding or something you want to be served first show some money i would assume everybody knows this but it doesn't seem to be the case you know yeah. if you hold a big bill in your hand that's how you're going to get served Sure. You know, if you're standing there with no money in your hand, the bartender is not. You may never get a drink if it's that if it's that busy. Yeah, yeah, and and I don't want. Listen, I know what it's like to be broke, and I'm not saying. But you know, if you, you tip a bartender a dollar or two, that's great. But the point is, if you can learn to bartend, to the people out there. I can't tell you how many times have you been asked, how do I learn? Is this You can learn. It's more of the inner game that makes people the bartender. It's not, anyone can memorize drinks and anybody can know how to pour and ring things up and know about vodka and how gin's made and blah, blah, blah. It's the personality. People go to bars, they want to forget, they want to relax, they want to numb out and they want to feel good. And my thing is, we're on a little vacation. You come to the bar, I'm going to give you a drink, I'm going to make you laugh, you're going to tip me, I'm going to make that, that 15 minute break in your life enjoyable where you got to go back to the grind now yeah to escape from reality that's what it is and it's your moment and you know what we're going to take this ride together you and then that's it and then it's it's enjoyable and that and that's that's the art of the tip that's how we make the money yeah people don't get that you and you can go to all these bartending schools for a thousand dollars and i'm not knocking it yeah you need technique folks (laughs) you need technique yeah. But you got to learn the inner game. Yeah. And I've been bartending over 10 years. And if you ask me if I consider myself a good bartender, I would say I'm average. Mm-hmm. All right. There's more to learn. There's always more to learn. So, yeah, just to uh, before we can go on with this kind of stuff forever. But uh, something cool that's going on in March is the uh, Bar Nightclub Show. And it's run by uh, John Taffer, if you ever watched the, uh, the uh, Bar Rescue Show. Badass. Oh, man. And it's like... 
three days of you know liquor reps and and the um you know they got everything point of sale systems and and all that but there's parties there's classes i'm gonna take a class on uh and by the way i you know i started bartending i don't want to give my age away but it was a long time ago <laughs> and uh so i'm gonna be taking classes speed bartending class man that's wow. awesome and there's one uh there's a class how to make more money behind the bar 10 ways what does it say 10 things to do behind the bar to make more money so uh the, and there's all this stuff so anyway uh, this podcast you know keep listening because i'm going to be uh bringing a little portable audio recorder with me and, and making reports that we're going to put out there in the podcast during the thing and maybe even uh interviews with some of these liquor reps with you know their new products whenever they'll probably be happy to happy to talk to us about yeah, it that's great so uh yeah i'm real excited about it and it's in las vegas so uh and actually I have two trips to Vegas planned. I'm leaving tomorrow for Vegas for a oh, couple of days. Oh, shit. <laughs> My buddy called me up. He says, I got a, I got a big suite in Vegas. I'm going uh, oh, for uh, business. You know, son everything's of a bitch. paid for. He's like, what are you doing next week? I'm like, uh, I don't know. But, you know, things are a little <laughs> slow right now. He's like, come out of it. I said, all right. So uh, <laughs> that was just, so I booked the trip in March, you know, like on a Tuesday. And then like three days later, I booked another trip. And uh, so, yeah, tomorrow. Off to Vegas, so yeah. uh, you know I'm gonna bring the recorder too, and uh, you know I, he he's actually not get. I, I'm getting there Saturday. He's getting there Sunday, so I have a day to kind of wander around on my own. So I'm gonna check. I'm gonna you know just check out some cool bars, bring that recorder with me, and just uh, you know put my thoughts out there, and uh, hopefully be it'll be interesting. That's kind of what I would bring up. That you've been bartending that long. And you still have the attitude where there's always room for improvement, and that's what Absolutely. gets you. That's what keeps you employed. You know what I mean? Like, there's no age discrimination in bartending. If you if you know how to tend bar, it's an art. I'm yeah. telling you, it, it's it's an art, and it's for me too. Like, what I do is I'll go on the uh, internet and I'll find you know current popular drinks just yeah. to be well rounded and to build my arsenal in my mind of, of drinks because yeah, people trip out when they ask you, "Hey, how do you make a?" Uh, a, a bocce ball or how do you and you know you you, you just you, you commit it to memory and you, you work on your craft and that's how you make the money yeah absolutely and uh yeah. you know it's funny a lot of those old time drinks are making a comeback and uh i think there's a reason for that you know yeah. it's they're classics and they you know there's a reason they've been around for a long time so yeah vano's had this stuff in his head for the longest time and uh years, we, started, years. we started talking about it yeah and uh and that one thing you said just resonated with me. He said, "He said there's a there's an art to giving a tip, art to receiving a tip." And I said, "Man, that's 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 deep, you know. That's yeah. that makes a lot of sense." And then you know that just that one statement said, you know, that, that, yeah, I think this would be an awesome idea for us to yeah. just sit around and talk about bartending. I think people people learn from we'll learn from from it, you know. Yeah. Hopefully, we've got um, Twitter set up and um, emails. We'll we'll give that to you later. And you know, we'd love to hear from you guys. And you know, we like we said, we always have more to learn, always. Yeah, and then what you know, I'm stuttering Stanley over here. But what I, my goal and, and what Vince's goal is is if I can meet somebody that's saying, "Hey, you inspired me to bartend," or "You you got me on that path." I mean, I want to help people look to look at what we're in economically. You know, people are broke. Yeah, and I, you know, there's there's an opportunity where you can make a little. Not that you're going to be rich. I don't want to. I'm not overselling this, but there's an you can have extra spending cash. 
That, yeah. That's what I'm saying. You, you put the time in, and there's it's time. It's not going to happen overnight. There's no secrets, but we're going to give you doors to open where you don't have to reinvent the wheel. We're going to give you doors. It's the inner game. It's the psychology of it. It's like I love martial arts, and you know what? So there's, you got someone who's skilled, but you know it's kind of just relies on their skill. But you got somebody who's got heart is not as good as that person. Eventually, that person will heart. And the hard work and determination will beat that person with skill. And that's what we're teaching you. Heart will get you far. And that's what it is in this. Expect to get fired. Both me and Vince have been fired plenty of times. You start out. That's the circle of the business. It's, it's, you got to learn. You got to walk on the edge. You got you know, you to walk on the ice. And that's what really what it comes down to. There's, that's the secrets. We're gonna, we, we broke the drinks down of what to learn. You take it upon yourself to learn these drinks. The secrets of bartending school is they teach you to memorize the drink with acronyms. We're going to expose that. We're going to tell you to do this. And you got to commit these drinks to memory. And Yeah, and there's certain categories of drink. You know, we're not going to beat the drinks to death because, you know, you can learn that from a book. But, it's up you know, to you. you, you got to do yeah. it. Yeah, but uh, you, you have some great uh, tips on how to memorize drinks. And uh, yeah. But I think I think once you learn the, the different categories of drinks, like you got to, we got sours, right? And that's a lot of the, a lot of the drinks are combined in there. You know, I mean, yeah, they, they talk about, you talk about sours. But um, we've got a list here. The yeah. uh, I'm looking at this. I mean, we can start off with but this the, even, Yeah, even like, even like, so you got, let's say, highball drinks, right? Well, I, Mar- that's uh, Rosie the dog here making all that noise. The mascot. <laughs> um, she likes to hang out in bars, too. The, uh, yeah, you got your highball drinks, which is, you know, I would say 75% of the time you're making a drink, sure. it's a highball drink, right? So what is a highball drink? It's, it's in a highball glass, and it's got... Liquor and a mixer. So, you know, your your uh, Captain and Coke, your uh, vodka and orange juice is a highball because it's, yeah. you know, it's served in a highball glass. It's got two ingredients and uh, that's it. So, you know, and, and the funny thing is people talk, people are like, how do you remember all those drinks? I'm like, you know what? Most of the time people walk up to you and give you the recipe. Yeah. <laughs> can, I, can I have a vodka and cranberry juice? By the way, don't call it cranberry vodka. I, I hate that. I hate that shit. Cape Cod, Cape Codler. <laughs> well, you can call it Cape Cod. But, what, you know, it's always vodka and orange juice, rum and Coke. When all of a sudden, you know, it's always the, the liquor first and the mixer yeah. second. So when all of a sudden are we calling it cranberry and vodka? Where did that come from? And I, uh, I exposing stand. folks, it's not Coke, it's Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> well, either way. <laughs> no, I mean what we use. <laughs> well, this one guy comes up to me one time. He goes, he goes um, can I have a Coke? I said, well, I got Pepsi. He says, uh, but I really want Coke. I said, well, I, I got Pepsi. That's all I got. He says, come on, you must have some Coke somewhere. I said, dude, I'll tell you what. I'll give you two glasses. If you can tell me which one is Coke, you can have Coke. But they're both going to be Pepsi because that's all I got. <laughs> yeah. No. So you got to, you know, you got to have fun. And, you know, he laughed. And, you know, that, that's the thing. You always got to have something up your sleeve. You know, yeah. always have something cool. Like, you know, if, if the room is kind of dull or whatever. Oh, like I was going to show you my new shaker here. Let me show you this. You know, this is audio, so you're not going to be able to see it, but. So I tell people, you, you know, girl comes up, oh, I don't really know what I want to drink. And, uh, you know, I, can you make me something special? I said, okay, I'll make you something special. And I'm going to need a special tool for this. So I bring this out. It's a shaker in the shape of a, well, suggestive shape. My we God. Say. So, <laughs> so they, they usually laugh with that yeah, one. Yeah, the ladies like that one. <laughs> <laughs> That's what uh, our friend uh, said she wanted for her birthday. Yeah. Wasn't somebody we work with. <laughs> she wanted oh, shit. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but uh, no, I think um, I mean the bottom line is you gotta know the you gotta we broke it down to what we think you need to know, and um, 
you're going to have to take these drinks. We broke them down. We're going to give them to you. It's up to you to go and research the drinks, write them on note cards, and just it's drill them in your head. And um, I'll, we'll just go right to the point. Simple drinks. Okay, there's 16 simple drinks. I mean, we broke them into categories. And one first category is simple drinks. I'm going to say it slow. Screwdriver. Cape Cod, which is vodka cranberry. Madras. Greyhound. Bay Breeze. Now, Bay Breeze can be made with vodka. Most likely, it's going to be with Malibu. You get the Malibu Bay Breeze, but it can be yeah. made with the Malibu Well, if somebody vodka. orders a Bay Breeze, it should really be made with vodka. You but know? you but know and I know. Lately, now, you got to ask. <laughs> you have to ask. Uh, you got the Sea Breeze. You got vodka tonic. It could be gin tonic, but, you know, vodka tonic drinks. You got your vodka soda, vodka sour, which could be made with, you know, gin sour, amaretta sour. Your vodka Collins, Tom Collins, Joe Collins, John Collins. What's Joe Collins? Joe Collins is how I uh, Scotch. Oh, okay. So and you, you remember you could say Joe Smith for a Scotch, and those are the acronyms. You got Jack and Coke, like you said, self-explanatory. Uh-huh. Captain Morgan and Coke. Yeah. You don't know Helen Keller knows what that is. <laughs> Seagram Sevens. You know what I mean? So these drinks, the seven, sixteen drinks, you. Research them. You can go on webtender.com. You can go in, go on the internet. Take the drink, put it on a notebook index card. Put the name of the drink. Turn the black, the turn the on the back of it, and write the ingredients, what goes in it, the ounce. And well, we're going to cover the pouring after we're done. But and you create uh, with some drinks that are hard to remember. Create uh, create a uh, acronym. That's what bartending schools do. Mm-hmm. That's how they teach you to remember the drinks. Yeah. So that's uh, simple drinks and. Then we have style drinks. Style. What, would you, what would you say would style drinks be? I mean, we broke them down. Uh, okay, you're talking about mojito, sex on the beach, fuzzy navel, kamikaze, margarita. And yeah, like I was saying earlier, you know, a margarita is actually a sour if you think about it. You know, it's a, it's got sour mix in it, liquor, and you shake it, you know, mm-hmm. you make it foamy. So to yeah. me, to me, that's a sour, you know, that's a sour drink. And if you, and you, you know, and if you remember it that, if you think of it that way, it, help, it helps me remember anyway. Yeah. You know, whatever it takes to, uh, Whatever it takes to uh, help you memorize stuff. Uh, Bloody Mary, Cuba Libre. And you know what? That's my bad. (laughs) Cuba Libre, basically that's a rum and coke with a lime. Right. And you're going to get some jerk off that's going to come up to test you, you know. But that's really what that is. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, mojito is a good is a good drink. You know, I I, I like making it's it. You know, to make, but yeah, I no, I enjoy. You know, as long as it's, it's not so the, busy that you know. You need the ingredients. <laughs> yeah, you need the ingredients. Yeah, so so that was the simple drinks, style drinks. Then I this is what we call the multiple liquor drinks. You know, you got the Long Island iced tea. You got your Alabama Slammer. You got your Red Devil. I mean. I've been bartending as far as multiple liquors. That's the, the three main drinks I get. Long Island kills it. And just so most people know, Long Island iced tea is five clear liquors. Most places won't serve that. I mean, if you go, you pay for it, they will. But if you go to like a catering hall or whatever, usually you got to watch because some people have their pre-made but, bottle. Oh, it's yeah. really not pre-made. It's yeah. usually like three liquor. So, oh. <laughs> so people are aware, you know, but... Um, but, I mean, you could pour, you know, I pour just like a couple of drops of each, you know, and it but, adds up to like the same amount, really, you know, if yeah. you're careful. Well, you know, it's, you know, I mean, you're, you're, that's a good point, responsible pouring, but people don't realize a Long Island iced tea will knock you on your ass. Depending on how it's made. I mean, I, you know, I'm grabbing two bottles at once, you know, you... <laughs> You got it in your speed rack, which you know yeah, about. You boom, know, boom, boom, you boom, got, boom. I, you know, sour mix. Like most people, yeah. most people set up their their speed rack, uh, vodka, gin, rum, tequila, triple sec. So those, at least that's how I do it. And that's that's the five things that you need in your um, in your uh, 
Long Island. Yeah. So it's like I pick up the two bottles, boom. I mean, it's a yeah. da- it's a dash really, and then another dash with the next yeah. two. Pick up the uh, triple sec sour mix at the same time. Top it off with the Coke. You can make it real quick. It looks cool because you're grabbing bottles yeah. all over. You know, you're grabbing bottles here and there, and, and you know, people are impressed. And um, but I mean, I, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't think I'm making it much stronger than a you know. Well, you know, I was taught. I mean, that's, I mean, that's, that's, that, this is what's great. I mean, this is the the perception. Yeah, we, we Going to bartending stuff. school, you, you, that was the one of the things you were warned about because that drink right there, you know, knocks you uh, on your ass, and you gotta, you know, watch. But uh, Long Island, I see Alabama Slammer, Red Devil. That's um. You know, those are separate category, multiple liquor drinks. Always uh, shake these drinks, you know, and um, we'll, we'll touch on the little tidbits on each, but we just want to give you the meat and potatoes of drinks to, um, you know, write down. And, you know, what do you think, Nick? Yeah, the milk drinks. Rosie, your tail is making a lot of noise, and I don't want that on my recording. Got to be quiet. <laughs> Wait, pause. Let's pause there. Okay, Rosie the dog's been removed from the room. We were talking about milk drinks. Uh, and uh, most bartenders hate making these because they're messy, and you get that milk in your ice, forget about it, yeah. right? It ruins your ice. Oh, All the man. drinks come out cloudy after that. So uh, I always be careful. You know, I always get away from the ice, move away from the sink while I'm making the drink, the milk drinks. And um, so we got white white Russian, sombrero, toasted almond. They're, uh, you know, variations on the same thing, and you can look up the recipes for those. But... Uh, yeah, we were talking about that one time. Always and have a separate shaker for separate milk shape, drinks. Or, or I just toss yeah. it back and forth between two glasses. You could do that, but you never want to. Uh, I did that when I first started because, you know, you knew. Yeah. I used the same shaker to make, like, I think it was a Cosmo. And, and <laughs> it, was, it was, you know, a tough situation. But, uh, yeah, that's milk drinks. And then uh, what I call uh, high-end top-shelf drinks. And these are, you know, this this is really where, you know, you can make money, like on the Cosmos. Yeah, cosmopolitan, uh, cheesecake martini, apple martini, uh, mimosa, mm-hmm. and Bellini, and those are drinks you don't know, take time to know these. You know the art of it, uh, chilling the martini glass with ice while you're doing it. You know it, it, these are like uh, a lot of women love, it, especially from the uh, prior really? sex of the city. Yeah, yeah, I mean you get yeah, that. Yeah. Then you know the cheesecake economy is having a resurgence, and the Bellini. I mean, yeah, you get the mimosa in in the champagne. The thing, food you know, glass. Funny, when you talk about you talk about apple martinis, and you know, I had this recently. Like, the woman's like, oh, "Oh, this drink's so strong. Can you make?" I'm like, "There's nothing but liquor in it." Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I don't yeah. know why women think you know a big just because you put it in a martini glass. You know, yeah. it, it's like you know that's like three shots of liquor in there. Yeah. You know, nothing but no yeah. mixer. And uh, you know, some people don't realize that <laughs> when they order it. Yeah, but. They they should, <laughs> yeah. And then uh, the, you know, last last category is uh, OG drinks, like the original gangster, old school drinks. Uh, the Godfather, Godmother, Rusty Nail, Black Russian, Bocce Ball, Gimlet, Old Fashioned, an Old Fashioned. On four interviews, I was, this was the first drink I, w- I was asked to learn how to make was an Old Fashioned. Oh, yeah. uh, your Manhattan. Those are making a comeback because of Mad yeah. Men. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, uh, Manhattan martini. These drinks can be made either on the rocks or in a martini glass. Well, except for the exception like Godfather, Godmother, Rusty Nail, Black Russian. You usually are in a rocks glass, but you know if a customer wants in a martini glass, you, you do that. Um, mar- martini. This is where it gets tricky. I was raised to make a martini with gin, but 
in the last five years, people assume a martini is made with vodka, so yeah. you always want to ask yeah. vodka or gin. They they can say martini, and you put gin, and they want vodka. So. I know. Yeah, you got to ask now. And just to you know, so those are the, we broke them into simple drinks, which are sixteen drinks, style drinks, eleven drinks, the multiple liquor drinks, three drinks, uh, milk drinks are three drinks, and the high end top shell are five drinks, and the OG original gangster drinks are nine, and just stuff like um, on. Sour drinks, you always want to shake sour yeah. drinks and sour. And what's the and the, what's the reason for that? I mean, I know the reason, but well, I mean, <laughs> you, you, you make it, you know, shake it with the you sour, make it foamy. Yeah, make it foamy. They on like the top. down the head on the top, yeah. and then you garnish. All sours get garnished with the cherry and orange. Mm-hmm. Remember that little things like that. So that's something you want to put on your note card. You know, sours garnished with a cherry and orange. I got, I, I got, sir. I went to. Uh, a certain chain restaurant. I won't mention the name, but I ordered I ordered a um, vodka and tonic, and it comes with no no lime. I'm like, what? Yeah. Like, who makes? I said, I literally said this to the waitress. I'm like, who makes a vodka and tonic with no lime in it? And she goes, Oh, I guess she forgot. I don't know. And so, so she, you know, um, and the restaurant's not that busy, you know. So Shit. she's she's running around like her, with her head cut off. Uh, you know, she got one other table. She finally comes back with a plate of limes. Of course, my drink's empty by now. You know. She goes, oh, sorry. I guess your uh, drink's empty. You need another one. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean that's. But, but I mean, I, I was shocked. I mean, who? Uh, right? Wouldn't that shock you? Somebody serve a. It's, like a, it's like a birthday cake without candles. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. I mean, totally. You need the garnish. I mean, and then that, so vodka tonic, lime. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, anything with sour. You you never shake anything with carbonation. No. You know what I mean? Don't ever. If you like a sour, you put the sour mix like when it, for uh, uh, Tom Collins. You put the gin, the sour mix, shake it, then you top it with club soda. Yeah. You know, never shake any carbonation, you know. And some people don't know that, you know, so I'm not trying to no, do that. No, I know, I know. It drives me crazy. I, I see that once in a while, people doing that. So, yeah, we'll, we'll wrap this one up and, uh, you know, we'll come back at you again real soon with another podcast. Uh, was there something else you wanted to say before we ended this? One? Yeah, just, I mean, really just the drinks that we talked about, you know, memorize them. That's the first thing that you need to do. And then there's, you know, little, you know, things that you can add to it. But the first main thing is to memorize those drinks. And uh, what we talk about, the inner game, the personality. And uh, take the ride with us. We'll, you know, we'll definitely, you got a good attitude, you got heart, we'll make you a bartender. And uh, you can uh, reach me on Twitter at Vance Vano, capital V A N C E. Capital V A N O, and uh, uh, I'm at um, I'm on Twitter at um, Barkeep Tips, so it's B A R K E E P T I P S, and uh, I got a Gmail account set up. Uh, it's it's um, Vince dot bartender at Gmail dot com. So, uh, yeah, we'd love to hear from you. If you got something to add, you got something to say, we'd, we'd love to hear from yeah, you. Yeah, and sorry about that. I forgot. I also have a, a Gmail account as well, bartender2222 at gmail.com. So, so four twos, right? Let's see. Is it? Yeah, 2222. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, yeah, like I said, so keep, you know, keep listening and um, look for our next show. And uh, we're going to have some cool stuff from Vegas, both uh, my trip leaving tomorrow and uh the bar and nightclub trade show that's gonna be really cool yep and last but not least i just want to say the only way to win is you can't be afraid to lose so go out there and get that fucking money and do your thing support the show peace